0: All right, welcome. I am so excited to be here speaking with two of my favorite people, not just in our field, but in the world. You are in for such a treat if you're listening or tuning in to any portion of this because you are gonna get a healing. Before we started, I was sharing with Mary Elizabeth and Michael Angelo when I met them years ago at a live symposium. I just felt such a healing from their presence when they come together, their energies, they're warm, energetic, and just powerful, but such a healing presence. We're here to talk about a lot of things. Primarily, Mm. I know you're both going to be co-presenting at the upcoming symposium. You have co-authored an incredible book called Vibrational Acupuncture, Integrating Tuning Forks with Needles. And Mary Elizabeth authored a book in 2014, Constitutional Facial Acupuncture, but it goes so much deeper. We're not just talking cosmetic acupuncture. We're not just talking uh, the outside. There's so much that goes deeper. I'd like to explore that with you today. If you could tell me a little bit about the genesis of your book, Vibrational Acupuncture, Integrating Tuning Forks with Needles, how did that started and then where it took off how was that process of birthing that information out and and share a little bit more about that
1: great we we shall and i love the word birthing because it is <laughs> when you're writing a book it's like birth pangs and bringing that through and you go through all those months of of uh, gestation until it finally comes out. And then after the, the book is out, you go, whoops. It's oh uh, you feel a little, oh, my sad. This time when vibrational acupuncture came out, 2020, the pandemic had just started. So that was, right? Yeah, you, the, the, you, couldn't, you
2: couldn't ask for more inauspicious timing <clears throat> than,
1: oh, than
2: to have a book come out on in March of 2020.
1: Um, we had just gotten back from teaching in Denver and gotten back to New York just in time, and um, we, it, Singing Dragon is our, our publisher, and they're uh, out of the UK. It's an excellent publishing company. It also is hooked up with Machette, which is I, which is amazing. Uh, I think it's French, isn't it?
2: Oh, I don't really a, know. A no
1: publishing movie. company yeah. there, but anyway, yeah, it was like giving birth and going, oh, where do we start here? And so the singing dragon had
2: a. It's like the baby is still in the incubator. Yeah, it, east. exactly. <laughs> a year later.
1: The West incubator. I mean, I
2: all of babies. the um, all of the events that we were going to use to promote it to a certain extent just went, you know, With almost Warfield. overnight. Uh, and uh, we we did do one sort of virtual book event online, which a, a number For of people dragging. attended, uh, but. So far the, the, the avenues for traditional you know proliferation of a book such as this have been denied. So, but, uh, but
1: now what's happening is that people are interested. They've been buying the book, it's five star. And it is a very interesting book because we are using needles and working with sound. So we're working with vibration and we're working with um, energy, chi. And working together with those two, it took a lot of experimentation. Some of my patients and, and colleagues and friends certainly um, raised their hand to be experimented upon. And it is an amazing groundbreaking book in, in that we are working with tuning forks of vibration. And we've been doing this for since 2003, right? You wanna talk yeah, about Yeah, we've been too?
2: associated with the AcuTonics community in Northern New Mexico since 2003. And for seven years, I was actually part of their inner creative circle as their advisor on astrological medicine and musical studies because mm-hmm. this is the interesting thing about this system is that it represents a fusion if you will a synergy of Chinese medicine what i would certainly describe as western astrological medicine which is the traditional medicine of the west and chinese medicine you know you use planetary tuning forks on the points and meridians of acupuncture and it really is a, a tremendously powerful meeting of these two ancient medical streams of knowledge.
1: Yeah, um, It's like a calibrated ohm tooting forks, as well as planetary forks and needles, at, both on the face and the body. And it is powerful. It is really um, the um, it uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But using sound, people are not as um, people are fearful uh, of needles. The sound literally relaxes them because it works with what the kidney and the water element versus you know, Mars is more the planet Mars for needles. So you've got the immune effect and you also have that effect of working with the water element. So it is incredible how that works and, um, and magical. You just, um, we've had some amazing, amazing, and not only in teaching, but also with patients. And, and, um, and we've taught this elsewhere. We actually, we actually uh, brought this out before the book was written. We tried it on the Dutch. We were in, um, with a, a big, um,
2: uh, School there.
1: School, school. Chinggba.
2: Academy of Chinese Medicine. They're, they're, they don't have their own building. They basically take their school on the road around various cities in,
1: (laughs) in Holland.
2: And we've had the good fortune to be able to go to Amersfoort, which is one of the most.
1: A medieval town just outside of Amsterdam. One of the
2: most desirable places apparently to live in the Netherlands and teach at a lovely hotel there. And, uh, So we decided we'd premiere the course there and the the Dutch practitioners just simply loved the material. They really- And
1: then we knew, we tried it out first. It isn't exactly how it is in the book, but we tried it out first and they went crazy for it. All acupuncturists playing with the vibration and working working with acupuncture. And they literally were radiant. In fact, they wouldn't leave the seminar. We were done and they didn't want to go because the energy in there was so fabulous. And to get a pile of Dutch people out of their head is a, a, a major feat, pardon the pun. No, I, I mean, they they're, they're, there were yeah. some amazing people there, all of them. And so that's how it, it it was birthed. And then we decided we've tried it in the Dutch and let's start writing it. Not immediately, but <clears throat> it took a, quite a while. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's a natural outgrowth, obviously of our background is, professional classical musicians. I, I'm, I'm actually a composer and a pianist as well. And of course, Mary Elizabeth-
1: I'm an opera singer as well. Was a flutist. And a professional flautist in an orchestra. Yeah. And,
2: and I taught music theory at, at the university level for a while. So we brought all of that experience to our sound. contact with this, this international sound healing community. And um, it, we've been able to then capitalize on that experience and of course all of the understanding we've acquired since uh, mm-hmm. at least certainly as far as I'm concerned of the esoteric ramifications of sound healing and and bring them to bear in this book yeah you know um.
1: so yeah so it's it's quite a book it's very uh has a lot in it and 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 we we look at sacred geometry We're, we look at working with the with the uh three jaws, you know lower middle and upper jaw. And we work with sacred geometry, but more than that, we work with what I call the mudras in Hindu, and different different positions of the hand. But below for the ren four, it would be an upside down b- diamond, and you would could needle and or fork ren four, and then the hand would be opening up to the blood chamber, to the cinnabar field, and then when you go up. Um, in fact, we're teaching that uh, for the symposium, one of these things. You go up to the, the, the third chakra, right? And we've got Ren 12. And then we're working with prayer position. We're working with the idea of the the will, right? The third chakra. So the hand is is together like this. And I use uh, Sanjiao 2, which is between the fourth and the fifth finger. And I take the tuning forks, and only tuning forks, and I fork through the the two hands, two, two tuning forks. And what happens is the patient or the person can feel the the energy, the vibration in the palm. And it's a whole idea of a prayer and sacredness and letting go of um, ego, right? Mm-hmm. I might wow. say. And yeah. the last one is a Ren 17. It's across the chest. So the hands are crossed. And I use small intestine. What is it? Six. Six which is Yang Lao. Right? So the point for the ages, but it also opens up the entire heart. And your hands are like this, the forks are on the points together. Usually the two ohm forks, we can use planetaries as well. And they feel that vibrate through their heart chakra and through the Ren 17, right? Amazing. And then of course always grounding people, but you can also use needles. But the idea of only using sound there is, it's something I created, it's very unique and powerful and you're using these the the, you know the the triple heaters and you're you're organizing this lower middle and upper jaw in a vibrational way and you can also use needles you can also use needles with with the forks you can needle and then fork
0: around it it just depends but that's just an example of creativity and i um, mean it and your background in composing music and all the other backgrounds, you've, in one modality in this book, you're bringing sacred geometry, the mudras, Ayurvedic, Chinese medicine, the channels, esoteric. It's it's blowing my mind and I'm thinking about it. I've had sound healing with gongs and oh, dimet yes. bowls. And yes. I can just imagine the same thing because with a tuning fork, you're taking that and directing it like a needle does. You're moving chi with that. And in your book, do you give protocols with needles, without needles, which yes. fork to use, where, and that sort of thing?
1: Yes, it's very clear, yeah. 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 We we, we ask, um, there's a whole thing, uh, contraindications and benefits. When do you use needles and, and, and uh, tuning forks? When do you just use tuning forks? When do you just use needles? It depends upon the patient and it's very clear. Um, for instance, if somebody is very needle phobic or very frightened and has post-traumatic stress syndrome, there's no way I'm gonna needle that person. Right. They'll jump right. right out of their skin. You could get into the etheric field, just above mm-hmm. the Wei chi, the Wei chi, the body. They can feel that they're so sensitive and they probably have been violated as a child or something happened mm-hmm. to them. So that is a wonderful um, uh, benefit for using sound. And other people who are very young, very young expect needles and heavy-duty needles, yeah. right? So, um, but to integrate them is is very interesting, and uh, and we have we have certain um, uh, mudras, not only the mudras, but sacred geometry above the 20 forks. Yeah, mm-hmm. the glyphs of the the sound of the planets, and um, you can. It, it's just very. Um, it, it sounds wooey but it's not it's extremely
2: extremely grounded.
1: Great. should we tell her the story about the kidney stone and the if you um, like oh,
0: yes i want to hear it i was you gonna have.
1: ask for a story i love stories uh, you love stories i do um, this is outrageous um and maybe you'll you'll have something to contribute with it, with 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 the story maybe you have something to say about why this happened. We were giving, uh, before all this happened, we were giving a seminar in here in, here in, in, in New York. And we had a, a nice Canadian woman. It was needles and it was the vibrational, yeah, acro- was vibrational acro- needles acro- and, acro- and forks. And she said, I have a kidney stone. And I said, uh, "She kidney stones. And I palpated. And I said, it, it's on the left side, the big one. She said, yes. So what we did was we did the whole needling, the constitutional needling. We got down to Tai Shi kidney three, which is of course the source point, as you know, of uh, goes directly to the kidney, to the organ, to the water element. And I needled with, of course, a, a metal needle. And some of these forks have what we call boat out, board out ohms. Do you want to tell her what that is?
2: Uh, well the 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 vibrational repertoire of the acotonic system is quite extensive. You know, you have all of the planets and you have hypothetical planets mm. and you have planetary gongs mm-hmm. and you have chimes and you have three different octaves mm-hmm. of, of frequency. But in addition, and this again was largely Mary Elizabeth's brainwave that she did with Donna Carey, who I used to co-teach with,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, they have a whole uh, gem uh, application.
0: Yeah, of gems that screw
1: onto yeah. these. Um,
0: Acu gems. Oh yeah. yeah, I used to use yeah, them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah.
2: love yeah. accu-gems. Oh yeah. 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 So the thing that they decided was that they would actually bore out the forks and then screw the gem like tips the on the low. fork. So you have a hollow stem of the fork. And so Mary Elizabeth- like a, like a, like a, a
1: space. Sorry. So I'm sorry, Dawn. So what I did was take the um, metal handle. I, what, 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 I forgot what brand it was. And I put the needle there for her. And then I put the tuning fork vibrating a low ohm board out over the needle. And she said, what did she say? Oh my God. God. She said, "I feel my my I feel my um my sure stone, my kidney stone is moving. Yeah. It's moving like passing. Yes, moving. And she said it's shifting. And, and there I was. And I I I did that three times. The number three, of course, is the number of completion. And then I took the fork off that um, plashy that point, and it literally it was one of those needles that had the wrap around um, stainless steel." Yeah, I think it was. Right. Yeah. I oh, uh, no. And I took that off and what had happened is, Teller,
0: you know. Well,
1: some,
2: some metal had deposited itself around the shaft of the needle and uh, as I understand it, the yes. needle had actually we been, been driven much more deeply into the point by the, the torque me. within the, the hollow stem of the tuning fork. Uh, I described it at the time as a tempest in a tube and uh, without wanting to... Uh, <laughs>
1: We With, still have it. Without wanting to divide,
2: diverge too much into my enthusiasms, I did write a whole essay on it afterwards because the astrology Outrageous. around the event was, was so very interesting.
1: Outrageous. So yeah. she had the the, the um, handle was all intact, but there was an extra um, you know, stainless steel wrapped around the handle of the needle when we pulled it out. There was nothing in that tuning fork. And it came out and I, I said, my, I've never seen it. And she said to me, oh my God, I feel so much better. She released it. She said, I wow. feel better. I'm not in pain wow. and it was outrageous. So things happen. I mean, that's unusual, but you know, it's interesting. It's interesting when you uh, take the chance to take off, what can I say, a, a leap into another way of doing something.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That
1: that could turn out really strangely, or it may look strange, but the, the uh, result could be a massive and fantastic healing process. And she had no pain after that. It was, she went in the bathroom, it was gone, and wow. obviously needed to look into work with the kidney stones. But she also had a, a, a baby, right? Just a young baby.
2: Yeah, she had, um, Yeah, she had, uh decided that she very much wanted to be with us in Montreal and from Montreal and so she came down to New York and she left her I don't say newborn but but not not quite a toddler in Montreal so that she could participate in the class interesting that was very interesting yep
1: so that that you is something you can do uh with vibration and with the needles I mean it's interesting Yeah, and, and also fork around it or just use needles. It depends upon the patient, but there's so many. It's a treasure trove of, of treatments. And, and it really, what I've learned, I thought, oh, gosh, that people are going to think this is really wooey. But actually, it, the, the, the results are profound and you have choices. Mm-hmm. And it, the book guide is a guideline as to when to use this or not. And also goes into do not using contraindicated points, you know, uh, especially because some people who are not acupuncturists get their hands on this, and right. there's lots of, lots of little flags to say if you are not an acupuncturist, do not do this, you know. Right, right? right. But, well, You can't control that, but, uh, but anyways,
0: so yeah. Go ahead. It just sounds. I mean, it's so multidimensional. The healing process here is. Completely multidimensional, even going into the esoteric realms and the ethers, and
2: most assuredly. It, yeah. And
0: you taught these classes from two thousand three, started then, and then all, all those teachings, experiences, you put them into the book. The book is more designed for practitioners, I would imagine. Oh, well, uh, it,
1: also we have a whole a- area um, east that have to do with self care. Yeah. With the tools. oh, in the book. In the book, yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely for people who are uh, love the sound, you just use the tuning forks, and they can ground themselves. They can bring the energy down. If they're feeling ungrounded, they can take care of themselves. There's a whole um, balancing uh, with with tuning forks uh, uh, facial going up up the body, but using two tuning forks and pinching along the side of the face and the cheekbones, and it's very it's there's uh, diagrams. So it it's it is for acupunctures, It is for people who are not acupuncturist, but not, we don't suggest needles. Use a tai shin, you know, the little- yeah. Rib- Oh yeah, of course, of course, that yeah. And Japanese used, yeah. Right. And uh, so we recommend things. And the interesting thing is that it is based, as Michelangelo said, on Chinese medicine, which makes it fantastic. So you're working with Chinese medicine, the acupuncture points and, um, and people are, are able to learn a bit about that with a little bit of the other sacred geometry. And you have a whole area of of um, music theory too.
2: Yeah, we, has, we start the book sort of with an overview of the history of healing sound. And then there's a, a whole chapter that I, I call an overview of quantum music theory, because <laughs> one of the things that I began to <laughs> un- understand when I start first started working with acutonics was that Western music theory is very good in, in uh, giving us a rhetoric by which we can describe healing sound, but it doesn't really tell us much about the, the esoteric implications of using it. And so I, you kind of have to explore that. And I, I won't say that I'm you know, the most profound thinker ever in that regard, Pretty but,
1: darn good, but you
2: know. it, it certainly does uh, make for very interesting <laughs> um, you know, uh, exploration and discovery.
1: Absolutely, and it gives people just a little bit of support to understand what he's doing. You talk about Pythagoras.
2: Yeah, well, the problem of, is, of course, is that for the average person, sound is is an ambient experience, right? We're constantly barraged with sound, and mm-hmm. in our world, music of all types, but also noise. So it's, it's very here. to to make the leap to the notion that that sound can have a, a visceral impact upon the body is often extremely difficult for people to. Um, understand and so when you get into the esotericism of it and the real profundity of of what uh, ancient thinkers have thought as Mary elizabeth said pythagoras and many others about how sound impacts the body they i think then have a greater appreciation for how they might use it themselves
0: i went to a sound (laughs) healer for manifestation i literally i have a sound healer here in san diego he uses tibetan bowls Okay. and i went to him and he does a lot of physical intentions but yeah. i remember years ago he said you know what what intentions what what do you want to manifest in your life and i said well i don't know if you can do it with sound but i'd love to fall in love and have children uh-huh. he said let's do it and guess what <laughs> i have a husband and two children and oh, i just yeah. went to him recently and i said well let's go for stage 2 you know you help uh-huh. me manifest <laughs> So I personally feel that it was a lot of things. It wasn't just possibly the sound healing that manifested what I wanted in my life. But I do believe with every fiber of my being that mm. sound, like you said, has a visceral effect on the mind, body, spirit, such that it has an, uh, this profound effect on all the parts of your life and your yep. and, um the multi-dimensional realms of what you're bringing into your life, what you're manifesting, what universes you're creating. I mean, it's- Your intention was clear, it seems to me. Yes, and yeah. sometimes the sound can help shake off the things that don't serve you so that you can get clear, so that you can manifest. When you guys are at symposium, are you going to be teaching some of these protocols in your workshop?
1: absolutely yeah, we always gonna be a lot of sorry, um, i'm sorry we we, we will uh, yes there always are I mean, live demonstrations and if you're there maybe we can demonstrate on you
0: oh i'm i'm already i'm i'm coming right I there. Think, I, I think this year is symposium online yeah okay not a problem yeah, but this, we can yeah you're doing classes online aren't you recently like, yes. the last year you've been doing a lot oh, of your gosh, workshops yes. online. Oh, yeah.
1: yes oh my gosh yeah, you know it's it's interesting because healing sound is transmitted um, uh, directly to the body, and and uh, Michelangelo will talk a little bit about that. But I want to ask you, I use Tibetan bowls too, and I put the bowls under the table oh. when they're lying there, resting,
0: wow. and
1: I hit the bowls under the table. It goes up into oh. into their their back. Usually they're on their back. And then when I take the needles out, I ask them if I could put the bigger bowl between the legs, one on the Ren 4, and then I bring and, and bring the bowls up to the chest. And then I, with the smaller one, and I hit it on the body, on the front. And if we have time, if we're working with the back, on the back. Totally shifts the energy. And I meant shifts with an FTS. It shifts, <laughs> it shifts the energy. And I had a very difficult patient the other day and he was really feeling and a really wonderful person and just feeling stuck. And I said, you know what? We haven't tried the bowls yet. You know, sound and vibration. There are no words for this. It's just pure vibration. And after I, after I did that, there was such a shift in his energy. And it was, you know, I said, you know, the emotions now, and ground themselves mm-hmm. and let go with Ting tingsha to clean the energy mm-hmm. around you, know, that little, those little symbols. Right. So uh, the bowls are amazing and I love to use it. And especially right now, a lot of emotions flying around. But uh, and,
0: and a lot of need for this. I feel as a practitioner, I graduated in 99. So I have been in practice for a long time and I coach a lot of practitioners. And what I find is you know we we get bored of the same old thing but also <laughs> we w- i love that we can add more tools to our toolbox because mm-hmm. there is a time and place for acupuncture and like you mm-hmm. said there are times mm-hmm. when it's not indicated it is not good for trauma response or healing right. something like that if we can add more tools to our toolbox we make ourselves such a more powerful, valuable practitioners. They might be coming to you for acupuncture, but you might assess, you know what? I really think healing with sound right now is Mm -hmm. most appropriate. And they might have the most profound experience of their lives, they being the the patient. Mm -hmm. And so your workshop that you're both gonna be offering and your book, your information is doing that. It's giving practitioners more tools other Mm -hmm. than needles and Also for themselves, we were talking about before we hit the record button that I work a lot with practitioners because the many practitioners are out there holding the space for everybody else, but who holds the space for them? And so having a modality that, oh, I have a two o'clock cancellation, I'm going to go do sound healing on myself.
1: Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. Well, good for you because practitioners need help. The practitioners are on the front lines, as you know.
0: I just love it. So you're going to be doing this at symposium. They're going to learn all of these tech, many of the techniques and protocols that they can use. Now, let's say I don't have acutonics, tuning forks. I'd be able to pick up, and I maybe maybe I have no musical inclination whatsoever. Am I still going to be able to use these tools? Yes,
1: absolutely. Sure. Just get the two ohm forks. They're they're. Um, they're about a C-sharp, and they are unison and calming, meditative, grounding, and still. And uh, what, w- what would you say? They could pick it up. We've taught people.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the, that, that that investment would be something that someone would obviously have to decide they wanted to make, but they're, they're extremely useful and, and versatile tools. And uh, one of the things I wanted to add here is the notion that even before the last 15 months, one might argue that we lived in a fairly discordant universe. So what we have here is a is a system that essentially allows people to become reharmonized, particularly when we're talking about Ohm, because it is an Earth frequency. And um, and again, even prior to recent events, we would have invaded considerably on the fact that there is this worldwide addiction to visual technology. And while it's extremely useful, and of course. It's, We can certainly see the benefits here in our conversation with you. In many ways, it takes us out of ourselves and uh, it it. ungrounds us and it uh, really uh, deprives us of a certain yin aspect of our being. And so in introducing this notion of of earth frequency, which we do all the time when we demonstrate at symposiums, we always ground the patient first with ohm tuning forks. You know, it allows people to reconnect with an essential harmony, which I think, as I said, it has been so devoid in our culture in so many ways. And it
1: earths people. It's like walking on the grass or near a tree. People, especially in cities, have forgotten. I'm speaking for myself when I don't go out into the Central Park and walk. But it's very important to ground people. And also, before we even Work with the ohms down, list, down the body, we have them listen to them, the two forks, the mid ohms. And what happens is you can feel when the vibration on one ear stops as, versus the other. So you can balance their right and left brain with the sound. There is a corpus callosum point, right? As you probably know, right in front of the tracheus cartilage, bilaterally. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, they call this the uh, corpus callosum point, actually. You can put a, a tuning fork here. And you can put one on byway, let's say, and you can balance the right and left brain. Let's say if if the sound stops on the left side, then you're looking at an imbalance in the right brain. And of course, the right brain is the nonlinear brain, the emotional brain, the creative brain. The person probably is worn out with the thinking constantly and planning, trying to decide what to do in the middle of this craziness, you know, mm-hmm. and that immediately after three times will balance and then you can work down the body with the energy fields, the shock was in a way, and then kidney one at the end, at the beginning of a treatment, you've got a happy grounded camper. Oh, and wow. they, they start to actually breathe in the Dantian. A lot of people don't breathe. The forks allow people the space to open and to breathe more than needles.
0: What, what would be, in the, is there a contraindication? To me, I'm, I'm hearing all of this and thinking, I can't imagine a contraindication to sound healing.
1: <laughs> um, well, I've, I've had people who are autistic. It's not really a contraindication, but if you actually put a fork on an autistic uh, uh, child or patient's body, they will freak out. Mm-hmm. And, and you need to be in the field if you're working with them. You have, have high-frequency forks we can use, but to actually suddenly put that on their body. I mean, I've worked with quite a few people who, um, who are autistic or they're, they're... What about that woman that was missing a... Uh, 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 what was she? Was she was I there? wasn't
2: there, so... you went
1: there. You yeah, there was about a about woman it. that was um, born and she was missing a chromosome, a chromosome, a chromosome or something. Exactly. Or something. And, and you could not put that sound on her and forget needles. And I remember um, circling the forks around her head like she was earth and all these planets were circling around her. And she was, I had to go way out here. And I went around the head and we uh, didn't touch her at all with the forks. And after that, she was very quiet. And she said, oh, she said, I feel like I'm going, I've gone home, I'm home. Wow. own home phone. I mean ET wow. home wild. This was in the middle of a seminar in Scottsdale, Arizona at the Princess. Wow. And um, somebody walked in and said, Can you help my? We were teaching, we were teaching sound but also acupuncture. And so um, so that happened. So yes, you can use it, but some people post-traumatic stress syndrome, maybe you, you don't. that on their body right away Mm
0: -hmm. does that make sense yeah totally makes sense you can use more subtle forms you can try earthing grounding mats essential oils gemstones to start bring them back back to the limbic
1: brain with the essential right definitely do that as
0: well
2: Uh, they have a whole range of high frequency forks as well so you could use in in the field and you can actually just use these forks in the field and of course this notion as i said of, of coming home is is really what we're talking about when we Allow these people to experience earth energy. So many of us are so deprived of it yeah. in, in many ways. Uh, our essential receptivity is all but leached out of us by our constant immersion again in, in visual technology.
1: And know, it uh, is the ability to be receptive that we have lost. So when you have sound and you listen to it, it starts the ball rolling in the Place of receptivity, it starts opening up the um, ability to just breathe and take it in. And that is very unusual, but uh, I think one of the biggest as a, as a acupuncture practitioner, as a, uh, working with people and working with people in many different ways, one of the biggest things I find, and I'm sure you know, this is to listen to your patients, to listen to your, your practitioners, to listen to your students. And to be receptive instead of, um, and that's wonderful. You are very receptive. You you share what's going on, and yet you allow us to share as well. And you really listen. That is a, a rare gift.
2: That is part of her job
1: description. It's your yeah, job. If <laughs> you don't know, it's because to I'm listen. so
0: I want to hear everything yeah. you have to say. You said something about put uh, playing forks in the field. I think I know what you mean by that, but I. Like you to expand a little bit more about what does that mean when you're playing the forks or okay. sound healing in someone's right. field? Is it like the yeah. field? Um, yeah, the en- just field? the
2: energy field around the body. East, um, you know, um, Mary Elizabeth's actually gone to grab. Uh, looks like a couple of forks. I'm um, grabbing uh,
1: here.
2: I <laughs> mean, uh, if if you're you know if you're at all uh, attuned to the notion that you know,
1: they don't have our... any. Sorry, I'm sorry, darling. Go ahead. Uh, in other words, you can go above the body, and um, you can also do it on the body. But the regular forks have a big um, resonator and a bigger stem. But you can actually; these are the two ohms, You can work around the eight extraordinary meridians. You can work above the body. You can have them listen, and you're you 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 are have to be sensitive as to how far out we need to be. I see. Yeah, it, and you can. It, so it's it in the field, meaning. You're not right in their, in their chakras or in their aura. You're for this oh. person who was very afraid what I was doing, I was
0: circling around. Got it.
1: Got that's it? what I
0: wanted to ask. So it's not their aura. The field is maybe their um, because like Heart Math Institute says that our heart emits a certain uh, okay. frequency, and that's our heart. Field, our heart mm-hmm. resonant field, right? Some people have bigger ones. You can feel them in a room. And oh, so God, yeah. you're just kind of in an energetic field, but not one that's so close to the chakra system or the aura. Now you
1: obviously would be going over the, the acupuncture points, the Chinese medicine points and, and over the, the chakras, but you're not focusing on that. You're actually opening up what we call the
0: etheric field, right? Right. The different fields in the
2: multiple layers of of etheric field so that you can work with.
0: But something uh, that just came to me is a question, have you ever worked with two people? I imagine you have. So if you're working with a field, a large field, and there's two people in a room, then you're probably affecting two. You could affect two people's fields uh, and harmonize relationships as well you could, you could make a lot of money doing that right now in this time. Instead of, instead of marriage and family counseling, I would much rather come to you two for Uh healing and have my husband and I just sit there and we'll play music in our field. I bet we'd get a lot more out of it than tell me what really bugs you about your husband. Tell me what really bugs you about your partner and uh, drawing up all this negativity, because I just think that the sound healing could do so much more.
1: You'd all get a forking too, so that it's all good. Good thing. Um, tell them about um, the work you do with the um, astrology. With the oh well, I mean, we don't, sorry. yeah, uh, I mean, we, we, go ahead.
2: I, w- I will just say that um, just to reiterate what I said at the outset that this is a system. While they won't really be introduced to all the intricacies of it in the in the seminar or even in the book, it really a is lot. a fully developed planetary system. So the work that I do as a, as a Western medical astrologer is to uh, address the body as a planetary landscape. And when you use these tuning forks and you work within the paradigm of acutonics, you have this myriad of choices that you can make regarding how you might treat a person. You can approach them, you know, through via the poetic and energetic landscape of the meridians, but then you can also use this entire repertory, if you will, of planetary frequencies to describe all aspects of their being, you know, their, their physical structure, their, uh, Mm -hmm. their metabolism, their physiognomy, their malaise, all of these things can be described by planetary signatures. And
1: the interesting thing that he does is he gives them a reading, but then actually uses the forks of the body and balances I- imbalances, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Well, we use or... the
2: we use the Western horoscope as a diagnostic map of potential uh, constitutional imbalance. So, that's an unru- so unru- even if someone isn't necessarily, you know, manifesting physical symptoms, you can still approach it as something that can be once again harmonized in a sort of homeopathic mm-hmm. way.
0: And it's preventative then, because if you're yes. looking at their Western astrology, this could happen for you because you're predisposed based on the alignment. Absolutely. So let's make sure that doesn't manifest by putting you in harmony.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can look oh, at, at, at any kind of uh, planetary disharmony as, as happening along a, a huge spectrum of manifestation. Mm-hmm. You know, on one level, you might have psychospiritual issues, mm-hmm. but if those aren't addressed over time, they could certainly turn into physical
1: disability An ailment. Yeah. and
2: yep. ailment you know yep
1: so yeah so it's wow. interesting to, to to be able to it's very flexible to be able to use forks based on on um western uh, medical astrology and use them on the body of a moon pluto right or a yode mm-hmm. or something that needs wow. balancing yeah you can actually use the, the ohms but you could also use all the planetary um forks as well
2: yeah i mean this idea that that illness results from, essential disharmony, however you want to construe it, you know, whether it be chi, blood, and fluids, or planetary influence, or any number of Balance, other things.
1: imbalance of the meridians.
2: Is very much a part of all traditional medicines, right? This mm-hmm. is where traditional medicine has its point of departure. It may recognize symptoms, and of course, there's nothing to say you can't treat symptoms in what we refer to as an allopathic way, but ultimately, those those symptoms are a manifestation of some underlying imbalance.
1: Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So um, the key thing-
0: Oh, go ahead. What did you what Oh, I well, you were on a train of thought. Let's I saw you looking at something. Let's Yeah. on no, you your go train ahead. of thought. You go ahead oh, first. Well, my question might take us a little bit on a right-hand turn, and that is, Mary Elizabeth, I know when I was in school back in the 90s and in emerging, I followed you with essential oils and also with facial rejuvenation. And I know that's been a big part of your practice. Yes. I'd love for you to share how you have merged those two. You, a, a moment ago, you were talking about how you can roll up and tuck and put a tuning fork there. So how have you merged the tuning fork sound healing with facial rejuvenation and anti-aging, and I know you have certifications. You have your gold standard program. So the oh, second yes. part it's of the question is, yeah. in your ga- in your gold standard program for facial rejuvenation, do you incorporate sound healing in that? Absolutely, um, yeah. we do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There are quite a few. There are quite a few levels. It's body, mind, spirit. So you you need to to work with the body before you even get to the working with the alchemical bit, and then the spirit. When we go into the spiritual, the last um, the last what what would you say? Our similar. vibrational level. The last uh, two months. Yeah, of the we program. pull out the forks and we teach people how to work with them, and uh, and it's quite quite powerful. Um, uh, so yes, so we have a two-year program going right now, and people are attending from all over the all over the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got Mumbai and India. We have Singapore, Singapore Philippines, Philippines, UK, UK. And, yeah, and, and here America, uh, the U- U.S. and and there's some some other people i forgot no there's more but um it this gold standard we've done it's the fourth annual um fourth fourth international gold standard we usually have people from all over the world so
2: well, we do
1: yep so we have we have the first one where we really get into the body and without we've noticed if people aren't grounded they can't take anything in they can't take anything in so we we start with the Constitutional facial acupuncture, renewal, and then we pull into the advanced, whether we start pulling in the the, the, the motor points, right? As well as, and, and it's a whole constitutional treatment, and that is spring, fall, right? And the, then we pull that into the archetypes, which is working with the even more intensely with um, motor points and trigger points in the body, as well as the face, as well as all of the uh, essential oils that we create, um, the herbal masks, the uh, uh, creme vital ESP rose, which are all organic. And then we also have the Chevrolet Deluxe. You like to say something with that?
2: Oh, that's right, we'll, we'll save that for another time. And
1: so, so uh, that is the next level three and four. And, and here we're moving to the archetypal level. We're still in the level of the body. And then the thir- third one, we're dealing with the alchemy. Which yeah, is. the
2: second level is an alchemical level. I mean, there's been a great deal, of, of course, of writing about alchemy in the acupuncture world in recent years. Laurie Eve Char's marvelous work, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it would be our contention that that an alchemical approach to facial acupuncture is really uh, an extremely profound one because the face really provides us with um, mm-hmm. a direct view, if you will, of the of an alchemical process of transformation that's going on within the body.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's powerful. So we've got the uh, sparking the Shen and transforming the Shen here. So um, it is, uh, it is the alchemical is very, very, that's the shift. I found people, and, and these are are used only in the, the second and third, only in the gold standard. We don't teach other people this no we don't
2: we don't teach the alchemical level outside or they, the or there
1: are the vibrational level
2: and um, as we I'm oh, sorry and go as ahead. we go up the ladder if you will uh, and we do actually in, include a, a couple of ascension type rituals in mm-hmm. our in our program we do move away from purely uh, aesthetic considerations more toward the level of transformative ritual although we always mm-hmm. do anchor things in a, a facial using essential approach.
1: oils of course and uh, yeah and also gem elixirs. Have you have you ever made gem elixirs? Yes, you have, haven't you? Yeah. And do you use gem elixirs?
0: We've yeah, not- I do. I have them all over. I have a million of them right here. Did you make those? I did. So in 2000, I used to use essential oils always in my practice. And then inevitably patients would say, oh, it smells so good. Where can I get them? And I thought, well, I don't know. I make them myself. Oh, make me some and I'll pay you whatever it costs. So next thing you know, I was like the... I was like the um, ice cream man, you know, open up the back of my Jeep and people would come <laughs> yeah. in students and I'm selling these things. And I think that's one of the places where you and the three of us met was I had a yeah. booth at symposium. Exactly, And, yeah. I was yeah. Selling. Yeah. and um, the elixir portion is that I put gemstones because I'm also a big rock hound. I have gemstones yeah. always you know, playing with me everywhere awesome. I am. Yeah. And so I started putting gemstones into sure. my essential oils for that vibratory vibrational reason and the gemstones I would put in, I wanted to make sure they could be repurposed because there's so many gemstone products with like little chips of gemstone or dust or, so I put uh, jewelry quality pre-drilled beads within the gemstone uh, elixirs so they could go use them later on. In fact, quick story, my sound healer, I went to visit him a month ago and he bought a lot of my gem elixirs and he just built a new home. And as I was walking into his new studio, he said, "Look down on the floor, and there was all these little shimmery um, things on the floor." And I looked closer, and they were all the gemstones from all the bottles of the gemstones that he had uh, bought in my elixirs. These little elixirs right. um, that he had pulled them out after he used them and put them into the floor, into the concrete. Oh my! They were shimmery. I just I almost oh, cried. Gorgeous. I was like, "Oh my goodness! Oh, wow!" Oh so, it's yeah,
1: like a, sacred, a sacred ground there, right? Yeah, very yeah.
0: sacred, yeah. Very three special.
1: are you. You, we both, all three of us have been on that road for a while, and it's very powerful. We've had, uh, we had some five element gem elixirs, right? In particular.
2: Yeah, we have we have our own five element planetary blends of essential oils, and we but we and also have elixirs. a whole planetary range of gem elixirs. And right. what we found, particularly with the gem elixirs, and you could probably echo this east is that they are tremendously effective in addressing acute types of manifestations you know we've seen some remarkable things happen in our seminars
1: one story the blind story yeah we were yeah we had a case
2: of uh, temporary blindness that occurred at a a seminar we were teaching uh, at yosan i think it's okay to say that Uh,
1: the name will not yeah
2: uh, a a few years ago it was a very large class we had about 40 people and we were doing them I think we were doing the new protocols
1: uh yeah, from Mary good.
2: Elizabeth's book. So we had two practitioners, senior practitioners from Sedona, interestingly enough, right down mm-hmm. front. We yeah. knew them both very well because we mm-hmm. we'd been sponsored there and these types of things. And um uh one of them was working on the other in the glabellar crease, and of course, as we all know, this is right this is Botox yeah. land. Uh-huh. This is the area of the face <laughs> where people have to come to grips with how they, you know, express, you know, anger and frustration in mm-hmm. their lives. Mm-hmm. And the, the patient, you know, was a very gifted natural psychic, but who was from a, a Western medical background mm-hmm. and who would often sort of get stuck in her mm-hmm. rational brain. And she wore glasses all the time. So her colleague is working on the glabellar crease and, well, you know, of course
1: the glasses, are, glasses
2: are off for the time being and eyes are closed. And, um, Everything seems very routine. And at the end of the treatment, you know, she says, well, you know, you can open your eyes now and the patient opens her eyes and she can't see a thing. There's just a wash of white.
1: She could not see. She
2: was blind for all intents and purposes.
1: And uh, did you tell me about it? No, no,
2: well, they sort of quietly yes, freaked. The practic- and <laughs> then um, uh, the practitioner, again,
1: superb practice, yes,
2: comes uh, yes, over to Mary Elizabeth. I says, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but she can anything. anything.
1: <laughs> and so I said, oh boy. So basically <laughs> without, without making this too long, I, um, I, I went over to uh, the practitioner and said, don't panic breathe, we're gonna take care of it. Uh, needle uh, gallbladder 37, it's not only for bright eyes, it is also psycho-spiritual and other, other, uh, other forms of sight. And so she did that. And and in the
2: meantime, the intelligence had come to me and knowing mm -hmm. what I knew of the of the patient and and of of the, you know, the uh, potential transformative power mm -hmm. of the gem elixirs, I said, okay, we'll give her Jupiter gem elixir because, you know, that relates to the wood element, which is that part of the face through its rulership of Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. Jupiter has to do with with expansion of vision, metaphysical outlook, moving beyond Mm preexisting paradigms, all these types of things. And so, between the combination of the gallbladder 37, bright light, and the Jupiter gem elixir, which she ingested, um, Mary Elizabeth had her.
1: I said, Do not open your eyes until I tell you to. No. Do not open your eyes. And so we waited a bit, and I was going, Oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> but I remembered Hildegarde of Bingen, the medieval mystic, when she was going through seeing her, her um, mandalas, mm-hmm. um, she was blind.
0: Yeah.
1: Until. You, you know that, right. Yeah, so came, awesome story. Yeah. It came through. Yeah. And I thought of Hildegard. And I thought, it's okay. She is just working on something. Yeah, we both
2: here. thought it intrinsically yeah. it was yeah. a third eye opening. So,
1: so when it I was thought. time, yeah. I said to her, now open your eyes. And we all kind of went, okay, here we go. She opened her eyes and said, oh my God, I don't need my glasses. Yeah, so so, I can see perfectly. So
2: vision was restored, but enhanced for the better part of a day and a half. She could see auras, and and the, the other thing was that she had really a, a spiritual opening in that mm-hmm. she became yeah. very very yeah, optimistic going, yeah. and open-hearted and would go up to pe- people on the street and say, oh, your aura is so beautiful. Perfect and,
0: for, for right, California. We felt
2: perfect. that her, her friend should probably have one of those little toddler leashes to <laughs> yeah. keep her on for that period. Yeah, right. And, and uh, again, without wanting to devolve too much into what I no, do, yeah. the astrology line behind this was so mm-hmm. extraordinary, I wrote an essay about it. And I said in my essay, I thought that she would eventually regard it as one of the most significant spiritual, you know, developments of her life. And we saw, her, I think, a couple years later, and she said that was the most
1: transformation, remarkable transformation, remarkable thing. Transform remarkable thing. And did. as
2: I said in my article, Saul too mm-hmm. went blind on the road to Damascus. I mean, it was so you really couldn't
1: see. Yeah, and that she was all washed away. So that things happen, and and the elixir and everything happening. In our book, The Vibrational Acupuncture, there's a whole fantastic um, uh, chapter on gem elixirs yeah, and gem how lasers. it was used, how people used it, Hildegard, and, and you're sure you know all of that, but, but um, she kind of inspired us to put that in, in the book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, they're, they're really
2: remarkable. So and,
1: things happen, as you know. And they, oh, again, I love it.
2: Yeah. And people use very wonderfully with astrological types of consultations as well, needless to say. One thing I wanted to interject here to East that in addition to vibrational acupuncture, which is a synergy of uh, you know, the, the chi of acupuncture needling and the vibrational chi of tuning forks, we have a whole course uh, really a certification in facial soundscapes, which is purely vibrational in which we introduce oh, the gamut of acutonic tuning forks and levels. in five levels and uh, again, is replete with treatment protocols and transformative rituals. And mm-hmm. um, we've taught that probably now for about 15 years in various locations here and abroad. And um, that's also uh, another very powerful application of these vibrational. Lots tools.
1: of, lots of um, uh, seminars that we've created. It just is really easy, you know, to create these. And yeah, um,
2: probably about 20, 22 20 different, different, different seminars. Since we've the, seen- the one
0: you, Michelangelo, the one that you, just mentioned the facial yeah it's called facial what's it called
2: soundscapes soundscapes
1: soundscapes yeah yeah and there are five levels yeah and it goes through the gamut of the forks and um it's powerful and at the end we work with genie astrology and vibrational medicine and uh, shifting your gen intergenerational patterns so that we we usually do we Have done in northern New Mexico and had this amazing space north of Taos so that it everybody could be open and there were gongs there yeah. and, and bowls, did you redo? It was it was amazing and they're all acupuncturists, um, the, the ones She's that working, came that yeah. took all, mm-hmm. all five yeah. levels and yeah, but it, it's it's powerful what we can do with um sound, vibration, uh, healing, needles, acupuncture with our intention with our uh, creativity with our uh, willingness to listen to that listen to that right brain and open up to a creative and then to be able to use the left brain and bring it into form the whole idea of creativity going up the ren mai the birth of the child going up the ren and down the back so you've got that yin creativity and down the back you've got the manifestation that has to be really grounded in the earth in order to bring things through. And I know you know that very well.
0: Oh, but I I love the way you say it. I just love it. Uh, You are so correct and it just resonates. And I hope a lot of people are gonna gain a lot from this. I know they will. I I know in the way you say it, I'm like, yes. So you have the gold standard program. Mm -hmm. Are all of these programs and workshops live? Do you have things recorded? Yes, go
1: ahead,
2: Michael. Well, what we've been compelled to do east of necessity in the last 15 months is basically shift all of our educational efforts and outreach online. So um, we've taught a couple of our basic certification series online, uh, the Advanced Constitutional Facial Acupuncture, which is our core new facial acupuncture series, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Constitutional Facial Acupuncture, the new protocols. And because of the zoom platform, you know, it's now quite easy to make a record of these things. So we have a whole range of, oh, yeah. of our courses that are now available online. And we're filming the
1: gold, uh, gold standard as well.
2: Yeah, they're all available on YouTube. And if, you know, people want to participate, you know, they, all they would have to do would be reach out. We've done all five levels of facial soundscapes online. Um, and we've done the uh, significant
1: syndromes. Yeah, and,
2: um, so our intention obviously at this point is to return to our, our customary slate of live seminars as soon as it's feasible to do
1: so. Or and even I think next year we yeah. are. And yeah. we
2: invite anybody who really wants to learn the material in advance that they can they can go ahead and do so online and then they would be invited to a subsequent live event at no additional cost. So we you know that's that's We're our feeling that, about yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm at your website, facial acupuncture hyphen wakefield technique. Where yeah. do I sign up for these online offerings?
2: Uh, they would have to contact us directly by email. And East. what would
0: you use? Oh, the
2: just, chi? just chi.akra at gmail. The chi,
0: C-H-I
1: dot Akra, A-K-R-A, at gmail.com. C-H-I dot Akra, A-K-R-A, at gmail.com. Now that is, 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 is um, my way of saying chakra, but chiakra. Chi-akra. Chi-akra. So they coined it many years ago, and yeah. I've yeah. not seen it before, Yeah, but it, yeah, so they could look up in uh, any of the webinars and see what they can do.
2: And, yeah, I mean, and I'll, again, I'll just interject here if anybody was really, I don't know when this, this podcast is going to be live, but if anybody was particularly keen about the gold standard, they could still yet join the program just by participating in the first, you know, module or level or let two levels, you know,
0: through watching
2: the video. So the other thing we routinely extend to people now is the opportunity to have an, uh, you know, a a live coaching on zoom where they can ask questions where if, you know, if they want to, you know, even have, if they have someone they can work with as a model, they can work with them online and we can offer our observations. So there are ways that we can
1: email constantly extend
2: this. And the other thing we're routinely doing of course is, uh, introducing filmed demonstrations into our actual slideshow slide presentations. Show.
1: That's the yeah. only way to go. People have to, the see, have it. to see
2: Yeah, Mary right. Elizabeth's been very adamant about trying to make these online teaching experiences as interactive as possible.
1: Right. Which, which yeah. they are actually. Yeah, and, quite uh, interactive. And I also will um, sit there, ground myself with needles or tuning forks or uh, magnets, and I will show them how to work with the platysma muscle. which I need to work with right now, but how to work with that platysma muscle muscle via um, motor points or or however you want to use it, usually motor points, in order to lift and tone the platysma. And I'll just sit there and I'll do it right in front of them, not looking in the mirror or anything. I said, if you cannot cannot work on yourself, and of course you're grounded, you've got the needles in or the the tuning tuning forks. Uh, I said, if you are not... um, able to do this for yourself. Maybe start looking in the mirror, but then just totally like a blind acupuncturist, like the Amas in in um um in Japan. Yeah. If you cannot do that yourself and you start working on other people, you're never going to know how it feels.
0: Right. You You become a better
1: acupuncturist if you if you do this for yourself, especially the face. Yeah. And the neck and the head please.
2: And that is a required skill set for all gold standard graduates. And they do to do that. <laughs> they,
1: they, they do it. They're brave. They're intrepid. God bless them yeah. from all over the world. And the, they're amazing people. So, yeah. so the but, gold
0: standard is a two-year program that yeah. has a, it's two years, several modules, and it's just encompasses all the many things we just discussed. That's yes. multi-dimensional. It's yeah, basically, okay. it's like your life's work in a two year program? Well, it's spring, fall, spring, fall, two years. And then after
1: we finish, everybody does case studies and uh, we support them with that. And when we're finished, we take a year off and then we start another one the year after. So we don't do them um, constantly, no, right? No. We take years a off. Year. So it's it's usually spring <clears throat> and, and um, close to fall, um, yeah. summer, fall. And right now they're in, in a break and then the next level it's the August. somatic level, level will be in August.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We were originally okay. first going to teach it live at Yosan, and that was the scheduling that worked for them. But uh, we uh, we kept it for the uh, virtual events.
1: Yeah. Got and it. then then recently we just got a, um, uh, a a call, and and we were asked to teach next year, next spring in Antwerp, in Belgium, at a big school, and then after that
2: wanna talk about the next one? Yeah, well, we, we were supposed to present live at the TCM Congress in Rotenburg in 2020. We it's did we context. did a three hour recorded presentation and we had a gentleman there who runs a very big uh, acupuncture school outside of Frankfurt. And it's he's, called
1: Offenbach. Yeah, okay. he's in
2: Offenbach am Main and uh, he's very keen on tuning forks. And he okay. said that, and this is the first time we've heard it because we actually have taught uh, a little bit of tuning forks in Germany. But for the very first time he said there's growing interest now Huge. in these vibrational modalities. he said, so would you come to Offenbach and teach? So we're I'm going to go with to the
1: needles in the sound and the yeah.
2: Yeah. So we're going to teach vibrational acupuncture. It's the biggest Offenbach. school in Germany. So it? yeah. So he says yeah.
1: lovely guy. Yeah. Lovely. Guy. And you both love traveling. Oh gosh. Miss it. 80%
2: of the time until you know. I
1: don't last like March. what they you have to do now to get on the plane. No, no, we're but no. That, and you um, will be able
0: to travel again. And oh, your yeah. first, the so it's June now. We're recording this podcast, June, 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your next conference is going to be symposium.
2: Yeah, we're but supposed to be at Epsoma in oh, Fort Lauderdale in August. Uh, we're doing, what are we doing there? We I
0: doing, don't remember. I think remember. we're doing
2: vibration. Maybe
1: we're doing that, well. yeah.
2: Uh, we had a, a marvelous experience there a couple of years ago. And uh, so we're very, very happy American to thing. be, Going to Florida to do that.
1: They're lovely people there, yeah. really lovely. And then, then, um, then in the fall, like we'll sp- be with you. Yeah, it looks like yep. spring
2: 2022 before anything will resume live. I mean, we might do some things here at our home base if people are amenable to coming in, see
0: what happens, in New know. York. Well, yeah. people are traveling again. I just got back from Sedona and the plane was packed, and was Sedona it? was packed, and maybe Sedona. You got, yeah, so. The way to get in co- touch with you, I'm looking at the time, and I know you guys sure. are, are clearly busy with all of these programs. And people want to get a hold of you. I know they will want to get a hold of you. They email mm-hmm. chiakra chi c h i dot a k r a at gmail. They can also go to the websites and contact you through your you website. They also yeah. call us. Do yeah, you know if think?
2: they go to the website for the first time, a contact form will pop up. They can. Right. Uh, add themselves to our mailing lists and it's really quite easy yeah
0: and they can come see you uh at symposium through we're going to be doing on live in 2022 yeah. there's going to be a plethora of opportunities to see you live and in person all over the world they can mm-hmm. uh, engage in your constitutional fa- the facial soundscapes class all five of those are online advanced yeah. constitutional advanced constitutional constitutional facial acupuncture is also available online. They can get involved with their gold standard two-year program and they can just call you and do some coaching with you. Hey, listen, I'm already doing sound healing. I'm not sure if I'm doing it to the level that is optimal. Maybe you could help me out. They can also do that as well. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah,
2: Yeah, and we would certainly encourage people if they're interested in this to invest in the book. It really is a A treasure trove and and a a vast compendium of information.
1: There it is, look at that. Hardback, it's gorgeous.
0: Beautiful. Five star.
2: um, I'll just mention that I, I took all the photos.
0: Yes, he's going to create credit. <laughs> I was just They're going to ask, who got, took those photos?
1: He did. I,
2: I got blue ribbons. That's what
1: that was one of my patients on the front, uh, of course.
2: So I got blue ribbons for my photography in 4-H back Oh in the day,
1: my so. God, he <laughs> will not let that one
0: go. You are wonderful. That's right. right. You're just marvelous. That's right. So, the book, Vibrational Acupuncture, integrating yes. tuning forks with needles. Right. It was published by Singing Dragon. It is out. You are. I guess on your book tour kind of now, and perhaps the world wasn't really ready for it. They had to incubate be, be. for yeah. 15 months. And now, That's well said. Yeah. now it's ready, like bring tons of, let's bring those books out. Where can we buy the books? Are they sold on Amazon? Um, um, they can get in
1: touch with us, but Amazon has them. Okay. And Amazon,
2: probably most of the major online booksellers I would say. Have it,
0: have
1: it. Yeah. It's
0: on and Amazon. It, yeah. this book for sure is- on Amazon for any practitioner, for anybody that is a, an enthusiast in our medicine. So we do have people that are nurses, doctors, chiropractors that are versed in Chinese medicine enough to be able to play with these modalities. This book would be perfect for them. Definitely for a practitioner that wants more tools in their toolbox. Well said, absolutely. Yeah, And, and also uh, while they're out there <laughs> holding the space for the many, what you present in this book will help hold space for themselves and help to like rejuvenate and realign themselves and rebalance themselves so they can be the best practitioner possible well said beautiful well said
1: my yeah, dear. absolutely you are wonderful i believe
0: wonderful. it you i believe it this this interview i can't thank you both enough for taking oh, this time with you. me i it's such an honor even if it's on zoom i mean i still remember meeting both of you live and i just left feeling so blessed and oh. healed by both of you so thank oh. you for being in the thank world you. thank you for sharing your information your experience which is so vast deep and goes beyond all dimensions um, this has been such a pleasure i hope to see yes. you both
1: a again pleasure here. for us as well east yeah. you're amazing it's wonderful to meet you uh, even on the Zoom, it's fantastic. You know, the whole time you're we, we look at you at the big the the, the meeting being recorded is uh, covering your eyes. Is it is. <laughs> so oh boy. I can boy. See you up here. Oh, that's okay. I you're, you're wonderful. Thank you so much for being so generous of oh, spirit, boy. so insightful. And please let us know if there's anything we can do for you as well.
2: Yeah, it's delightful to, to finally have a chance to chat to you. with you. You know, we really haven't had that. Oh. opportunity before so you are
1: gorgeous we're very grateful thank for you. the opportunity
0: you, you are absolutely gorgeous in all yeah. levels thank you, you so much. you as well both Appreciate of you it. and enjoy your upcoming vacation so everybody oh, listening do not contact them for at least End a month them give up, them a break, break. yeah <laughs> yeah give us a break <laughs> give them a break all right you too. blessing to yeah. you thank blessings. you so much for blessings your time. Be, my dear blessings bye bye, bye, bye for now
1: yeah bye-bye